You are listening to your home for Michigan Athletics. 88.3 WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Locate us on the web at WCBN.org. 15 seconds remain. Hunwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. Save there. And the rebound comes to Hunwick. Six seconds remain. Tambellini shoots and scores. It comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with 5.3 seconds remaining. Tambellini gives the Wolverines a 6-5 lead. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And obviously, uh, tonight we're going to devote a majority of the show to the horrific events in uh, uh, Tucson, Arizona. And uh, I'd like to just open up by saying that things that I'm going to say tonight are my opinions only. Don't represent uh, either WCBN or... uh, the University of Michigan, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I, of course, am a uh, sort of amateur expert on the John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King assassinations. And uh, while it's clear that this uh, charged individual who was apprehended at the scene uh, clearly had mental problems, uh, I think that calling him insane or deranged at this point is uh, premature um, this clearly was a political assassination a- attempt, Indeed. In which bystanders were. And derangement, uh, notwithstanding, his access to heavy-duty weaponry yeah, scary. is uh, remarkable. And as a reflection of the continuing problems with our society, let's remember that in America, approximately every single day, we have a Columbine in terms of the number of people that die from gun violence. Um, This doesn't even include uh, suicides from guns, but the notion that uh, somebody can buy a semi-automatic handgun. I'm no expert on this, but it's my understanding that this magazine held, it was an extended magazine that held 31 shots. The idea that you need uh, some sort of weapon like this to function in the United States of America at this uh, juncture is ridiculous. Well, in the National Rifle Association, whose name, of course, signifies one particular brand of weapon, one customarily used for hunting purposes, yeah. uh, they like to put, you know, position themselves as well. We're outdoorsmen and hunting enthusiasts. 
uh, handguns have nothing to do with hunting. No. Uh, neither do these extended magazine clips. Uh, this is a bizarre and uh, talk about deranged uh, interpretation of the language of the Second Amendment. Yeah. In other words, that's where the insanity is. It's yeah. the United States is continuing. You know, I've always joked that the National Rifle Association, the NRA, stands for not realistic anymore. Um, it's amazing that last week, you know, we had these staff changes in the Obama administration. We had the swearing in of the of the new Congress, and how ironic that uh, uh, Miss Giverts, um, Gabby, I guess is what people are calling her. Uh, as her nickname, uh, a rising star in the Democratic Party uh, actually read the First Amendment while the Congress read the Constitution in this weird uh, ritualistic nonsense in which they're kind of associating the Constitution with less government somehow, which is just historical rubbish to say the least. Uh, The Constitution replaced the Articles of Confederation, which were a complete failure, and uh, the Constitution was written by two Federalists, John Jay and Alexander Hamilton, and one uh, Democrat-Republican, James Madison, with some heavy influence from Thomas Jefferson. Read the Federalist Papers, uh, and you will see that uh, small government was not uh, what the uh, Founding Fathers had in mind in uh, writing the U.S. Constitution. It was a brilliant document uh, for its time because of its uh, uh, separation of powers, its uh, shared powers, its implied powers, and its uh, derived powers from the actual language. Um, I think some of the coverage, uh, and and it's, it's ironic that I didn't even know about this event. I was listening to CBN all afternoon. And when I tuned in at 5 o'clock for the sort of the national public radio update, I hear about this story. And then needless to say, I watched uh, cable television for a couple of hours before I cab drove. And let's not forget, there's six dead and 20 wounded yeah. besides the congresswoman herself. Indeed. And it's a, it's a horrible event. And, of course, there's been all sorts of discussion about uh, political vitriol and rhetoric and assigning blame and all that, um, it's quite clear from the evidence that we do have that this uh, individual uh, who was actually formally charged today uh, in court um, acted uh, with premeditation, uh, is not insane in any uh, clinical sense, perhaps needed psychological counseling, but it's going to turn out to be a sort of a combination of uh, Oswald uh, Arthur Bremer, John Hinckley, and Mark Chapman. Uh, there's clearly some obsessive compulsive disorder in this guy's background. He apparently had saved a letter that Congressman Giffords had even read to him in a safe. Uh, he left writings indicating premeditation and assassination. He knew what he was doing. And his web postings, while uh, garbled at some level uh, as a former English major, in the area uh, in the area of deconstructing text is is quite clear uh this this man was influenced by recent republican uh presidential candidates and radio celebrities now what he listened to or what was influenced or how you know what the motive is we'll never know those sorts of things but, well his web browsing history should yeah. become a matter of public record i think yeah. real quick and we'll we'll see what happens yeah. with that cuz there's some interesting 
privacy issues. But what was posted uh, on uh, by the media on CNN and MSNBC, because they sort of alternated between the two, on Saturday, clearly influenced uh, Ron Paul, Tom Tancredo, the Tea Party in general, and Glenn Beck. Uh, he's clearly a gun nut. There's apparently a video of him with a history of the American uh, American history with a gun on the top of the book. Um, his uh, the text itself uh, referred to nonsense about immigration, the gold standard, mind control, uh, and the bizarre theory that the government is trying to influence our thoughts through grammar which uh, I'm unaware of. Since most Americans are pretty fuzzy on grammar, that would be an enterprise doomed to failure, even though uh, <laughs> if anyone gave it their best shot. So he's obsessed with immigration and, of course, illiterate people uh, in the uh, 8th Congressional District. And, of course, he talks copiously about constitutional rights. So one gets a clear sense that this uh, man's... Uh, oh, he called himself a terrorist. Yeah. I think that uh, is... Is amazing. Interesting grammar. Interesting grammar. And, of course, uh, he committed an act of terrorism, uh, clearly. Um, and we have said repeatedly down here on Gray Matters over the years that the global war on terror is, is phony and that most Americans have this exact thing to fear, gun violence here in America, uh, in which a Columbine-style death total occurs every day from gun violence that uh, since uh, the mid-70s, close to a million Americans have died from gun violence. And uh, we'll talk about prayer, praying for the victims, but uh, don't count on any action, because this is a politically toxic issue, uh, as Al Gore discovered in 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting that uh, George Bush uh, allowed the prohibition of this particular type of weapon to lapse uh, in 2004. This, uh, pr this uh, type of uh, weapon was previously not allowed. It was called an assault weapon. As indeed uh, we can see from this result. Yeah. So uh, for the first time in my life, I actually watched Glenn Beck's television show today for about 20 minutes. Boy, it was hard to take. And I wanted to get an perspective on how is the right spinning this? And of course, Beck went on off on all sorts of tangents and claimed that the facts were not in and that the media was jumping to conclusions. Oh, of course, he's exempt from that uh, category. Yeah. He proceeded to jump to all sorts of right. conclusions. Well, of course, those right-wingers are probably going to be eager to uh, sort of advance a... Uh, left-wing nutjob uh, characterization of this individual because he read Karl Marx. But, uh, you know, how well did he read Karl Marx? <laughs> Karl Marx is difficult to read. Yeah. Uh, even in a good translation. And so, uh, you know, just because you've got a Karl Marx book listed on your, uh, you know, how many college students who are assigned Karl Marx actually read it? Or understand so, it. Or understand it. Um so uh, you can expect all that sort of nonsense. You know, the first thing that came to my mind was, if you look at the history of assassination in American politics, it's always right-wingers. Yeah. I mean, Oswald being the exception, but Oswald is a strange case because he's a sort of a manufactured uh, assassin. Yeah, and he's his... He's a very strange uh, 
product. His role in the assassination is is uh, controversial to say the least. I, for one, have never believed in the sole assassin theory regarding. Right. The assassination of John F. Kennedy, uh, period. Uh, and I, even, uh, you know, his so-called credentials as a left-wing, you know, pro-Castro guy are highly suspect. Highly suspect. And there's even, I mean, just for the record, there's even a, a document uh, written in Jagger Hoover's hand uh, noting that Oswald was being impersonated. This is while in he Mexico was in Mexico City, right. Well, this is while he was in the Soviet Union. Okay. So this is even scarier. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, by the way, that Pat Buchanan... Uh, on one of the morning shows, uh, discussed this uh, change in America uh, that he claimed that America was uh, was uh, a more civil society between 1953 and the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and then he went into a description of Oswald. Unless you were black, of course. Conveniently omitting that he uh, had been in the American army and oh, that he had yeah. defected to the Soviet Union and then been allowed back in by the American government under circumstances that have never been explained. Indeed. He went into the communism thing right off the bat. And the fact that he's read the Communist Manifesto in and of itself is... Uh, That's required reading, as I say, for most college undergrads. It's a pamphlet, and even in and of itself, it's not a... Uh, a, a call to violence. It's a, it's a, it's a text. A call in, to arms. It's a, it's a text involving historical theory based on Hegel and the dialectical materialism, in which Karl Marx identifies the proletariat, feudalism, capitalism, and that uh, communism is a stage of history that will follow uh, the failure of capitalism from uh, rising from industrialism. Yeah, and uh, it was co-written by. Uh, Friedrich Engels, who was a uh, wealthy uh, textile manufacturer of British uh, British uh, uh, citizenry, who subsidized Karl Marx's uh, intellectual goings-on. Certainly Karl Marx was a radical thinker, uh, but uh, not a uh, violent person. Yeah, not a gun-toting uh, bomb thrower. He might have had a carbuncle on his bum, as they say, from all that reading at the British Museum. Uh, he's an intellectual uh, figure, not a uh, political rabble-rouser. And, uh, yes, he opposed monarchy. So did our founding fathers. Right. Thank God. Well, by their own count, the National Rifle Association estimates that the U.S. has well over 250 million guns in private hands. And in one year, 9,484 Americans are killed by guns. So as you say, a Columbine every day. Yeah, uh, that number has, uh, for, on the positive side, gone down a bit uh, in the last decade. Uh, if there was one good thing about 9-11, uh, it was that uh, homicides in the city of New York plummeted thereafter. And uh, But this grotesque number of guns and the obscene amount of money that we pour into our military to the detriment of the fabric of our society really speaks about some deep-seated psychosis in the American mind of fear. Why are people so afraid that stockpiling weapons, I'll misinterpret the Second Amendment and turn my home into a, uh, an arms depot, then I'll be safe. From what? Yeah, and it was unfortunate, in my opinion, that the immediate response from Congress, besides the sort of uh, usual um, statements regarding prayer and no, you know, this having and no ringing. place, in, 
society and no place in civil society and John Boehner's statement that attack on one is an attack on all and all that sort of stuff, the sort of pro forma things that Mm. political leaders uh, have to do. Uh, that's fine, but the immediate the discussion is about more security for congressmen. Um, yes and no. Um, perhaps you might need it in Arizona if you're allowed to carry a concealed weapon in a magazine that holds 31 shots. And apparently, you know, the instant background check is an, another thing that I have a problem with. I, I've always believed that the real key to gun control is waiting periods. Uh, let the the passion and the uh, madness and the anger subside for a couple of months, and I bet half the homicides in America would never happen. But this idea that you can go out and buy a gun instantly using an instant background check based on a database that's clearly inadequate uh, regarding uh, the history of this individual is uh, is just not realistic. Uh, another th- quick thing that I wanted to talk about very quickly just the amazing events that occurred just last week. You know, we have suspicious packages in Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, uh, government uh, buildings in Maryland with uh, powder and whatnot. This occurred on uh, Thursday, the day that the U- U.S. Constitution was uh, was uh, read to the uh, the public. In an amazing uh, coincidence, because uh, this uh, individual, whose middle name is ironically Lee. <laughs> Uh, I wonder, uh, I don't know if he was named after Robert E. Lee, but strange that he has uh, the middle name Lee. Um, just in Tucson on Friday, uh, in, you know, in reportage that made the front page of the New York Times, the article written by Mark Lacey, and he's obviously the Arizona reporter for the New York Times, Dateline Tucson, citing brainwashing... Arizona declares a Latino class illegal in which uh, the newly elected Arizona Attorney General issued a statement um, regarding a class in Tucson that's supposed to discontinue part of a curriculum, and they go into the the details of this particular class uh, regarding a... uh, We'll just read the first paragraph. The class began with a, a Mayan-inspired chant and a vigorous round of coordinated hand clapping. The classroom walls featured protest signs, including one that said, uh, United Together in La Lucha, The Struggle. Although open to any student at Tucson High Magnet School, which ironically sounds like a charter school to me, mm. nearly all of those attending uh, Curtis Acosta's Latino literature class on a recent morning, were Mexican-American. For all of that and more, Mr. Acosta's class and others in the Tucson's Unified uh, School District Mexican-American program have been declared illegal by the state of Arizona, even while programs for black, Asian, and American Indian students have been left untouched. Quote, it's propagandizing and brainwashing that's going on there, Tom Horn, uh, Arizona's newly elected attorney general, said this week, as he officially declared the program in violation of a state law that went into effect on January 1st. Now, uh, we don't know anything about whether uh, Logner uh, read this, but I'm sure he was aware of it. He was obsessed with Latino 
uh, stuff. He was obsessed with brainwashing. He talks about mind control uh, at various times. And, of course, his amazing theory on mind control is that the government is trying to use mind control through the use of grammar. I am unaware of any government programs uh, involving mind control uh, involving grammar. Well, it's interesting to note that uh, Native American, African American, Asian American heritage, not a problem. Oh, we can't celebrate diversity if you're Mexican American in Arizona. Which is part of the political climate in Arizona that the sheriff, uh, who's been called out by all sorts of uh, political figures on the right, not surprisingly, who, of course, made the amazing statement uh, on Saturday night uh, on... on, uh, in the news conference and updating the uh, uh, the public, I saw it live mm-hmm. on CNN, where he stated the anger, the hatred, the bigotry that goes on in this country is getting to be outrageous. And unfortunately, I think Arizona has become sort of the capital. We have become the mecca for prejudice and bigotry. People are calling him out as, as this is an inappropriate statement and outrageous that as a sheriff... Uh, this was uh, Clarence uh, W. Uh, Dupnik uh, uh, of Pima County, who apparently knew both uh, Congresswoman Giffords and uh, the judge who was slain. Slain. He happened to go to this, uh, you know, congressman on the corner or whatever it's called, the the event, the public event that this congresswoman regularly had. Yep. And let's face it, this this woman was a rising star in the Democratic Party. Uh, not a bad thing has been ever said by anybody about this 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 personable uh, uh, c- c- congressperson. She was obviously in a in a tough uh, reelection fight, uh, and it's rather unfortunate that Sarah Palin would uh, have bullseyes on her uh, uh, congressional district. And, and incredible uh, that her spokesman. Well, incredible that she doesn't have the nerve to uh, speak herself. Yeah. At this juncture. Uh, that all of her, her statements are being released through a spokesperson. A spokesperson and... Cowardly. Uh, cowardly and, and even outrageous. I but mean, the quote is, we never, ever, ever intended the crosshairs to be gun sites. Well, you guess what? That's what they are. When yeah. else would you ever see a crosshair? Oh, unless you're looking through the scope of a firearm. They don't exist anywhere else in the world. The concept of a crosshair is completely, exactly... Uh, a target. Right. And and the thing that's incredible is that her spokesperson, um, I don't know that I have this exact quote here with me, but she actually made the incredible claim. Um, uh, here it is. Uh, it's in today's uh, New York Times um, article entitled, In the Shock of the Moment, The Politicking Stops, dot, 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 until it doesn't. Hmm. Um her spokesperson, a Rebecca Mansour, said in an interview with conservative radio talk show host Tammy Bruce, quote, I don't understand how anybody can be held responsible for something, for somebody who's completely mentally unstable like this. This is the uh, already the talking point of the far right regarding the suspect that he's mentally unstable. Um People actually accuse Sarah Palin, continuing with uh, Miss Masur, uh, of uh, of this. It's appalling, appalling. I can't actually express how disgusting that is. 
Miss Mansour said that the crosshairs, in fact, were not meant to be an allusion to guns and agreed with her interviewer's reference to them as surveyor's symbols. Now, that is false. And I'm going to call that's them out not, on I would call that grasping at straws. Grasping I mean, at straws. It's utter BS. It's utter BS. Sarah Palin is, is, has made the statement, we don't retreat, we reload. Yep. Uh, she just, uh, two or three weeks ago on one of her reality shows, the pa- uh, P- Palin in Alaska or whatever it's called, I happen to see this in conjunction with watching a football game on Sunday night, where she shoots an elk where they stage manage her hunting. Mm-hmm. So she's already trying to burnish her credentials. And, of course, the gun she uses, she misses the, the elk five times and then has to use a properly sighted rifle. Crosshairs. It's right on television. And the idea that this is a surveyor's symbol gets serious. Who is going to use a surveying symbol when they have a map of the United States, a political map, with... Gun sight targets on them in 20 different congressional districts. It's not about redistricting. I mean, what is sur- elimination? What does surveying have to do with that? Right. So, the, you know, of, of course, it's convenient there that Miss Mansour, if we read this carefully, agrees with her interviewers reference to them as surveyors symbols. Well, that's grasping for excuses. And, and uh, uh, it goes beyond Sarah Palin. Uh, Michelle Bachman, yeah. of course, uh, who uh, ironically has ended up uh, in the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, by definition, she ought to be pretty quiet there, as uh, Alexander Coburn writes. Um, but she's been quoted as saying, I want citizens armed and dangerous. Uh, Sharon Angle, of course, talked about Second Amendment remedies mm-hmm. uh, for political conflict. And uh, then, of course, there's Joyce Kaufman, conservative Florida radio host and a Tea Party acolyte who says that if ballots don't work, bullets will. Uh, the most egregious and shocking, maybe even more shocking than the gun targets, is this. Uh, reading from Alexander Coburn's piece on Counterpunch, uh, How the Republicans' Chickens Came Home to Roost in Tucson. He uh, says this, in the recent election campaign, Arizona's District 26 House candidate Terry Proud posed with a group of women holding firearms. Here's an ad on the Pima County Republican website, now scrubbed, placed by Gifford's opponent, Kelly, in the recent election. Uh, And I'll read the ad. Saturday, 6, 12, 10, 10 a.m. Get on target for victory in November. Help remove Gabrielle Giffords from office. Shoot a fully automatic M16 with Jesse Kelly. There's no periods, no dividing lines there. And no surveying equipment. And no surveying equipment. Um, Let's survey a Mesa. No, show up and shoot an M16. Yeah, and he was, of course, a Tea Party favorite. Uh, Palin can scrub her websites. Uh, She is responsible for her shooting from the hip, pardon the expression, but she's been doing it all year for the past two years. She's an amateur. Um, she doesn't know anything about what she's talking about. She never has, and she never will. And she cannot scrub away the March 25th uh, interview that uh, Gabriel uh, Giffords had on MSNBC That's right. regarding these crosshairs. <laughs> They're not surveying uh, icons or whatever uh, um, interviewer um, Tammy Bruce, whoever she is, 
Um, you know, the, the, it's going to be very interesting to follow uh, Fox News for the next couple of days to see how they um, deal with this paper this trail. A, this is a hot potato in their lap. This that, video that trail comes this, directly from them. Yeah. What, how, how are they going to deal with it? Yeah. Be very interesting to see. Now, making political points is what they will accuse us of down here. We're not trying to make political points. We're trying to report the facts, the history, the record. The rhetoric, of course, has gone over the top uh, regarding Second Amendment remedies and uh, other inappropriate references to guns uh, from other uh, recently elected Tea Party people. This, These political postings by um, this... Uh, troubled man um and by the way i would you know it's clear from the record that he's alienated lonely he'd probably come to a dead end in his life at the age of 22 he's a loser baby well it's too bad he didn't uh, take advantage of his second amendment rights to shoot himself first that's the that's the sad thing here yeah. uh would have been better off to and of course it sounds like a uh, troubled uh family that he grew up in, but perfectly American, middle-class, suburban uh, lawn. Uh, his mother apparently worked at the sanitation department, and his father seems to have had some sort of an obsession with germs, uh, which he himself seems to have had an obsession with germs. Um, yes, obsess obsessive-compulsive disorder. A classic lonely boy, uh, Arthur Bremer. John Hinckley, Mark Chapman, Lee Harvey Oswald, you name it, but uh, very unsophisticated uh, in his education and uh, a dropout of Pima Community College. I guess been thrown out for uh, disruptive class behavior. Well, you're listening to uh, Gray Matters on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Uh, Yazoo City Calling will uh, be taking the airwaves in a few minutes. Um. Of course, uh, it's, I think, worth noting, too, that uh, Miss Gifford's office had been vandalized earlier this year. Yeah, and that interview that was in response to, on MSNBC, was in response to the vandalism uh, that occurred because of her health care uh, vote. Uh, and this individual, by the way, at no time made any references to the health care issue, from what I can tell. It was the gold standard, Glenn Beck's big thing, immigration. Uh, Tom Tancredo's big thing. Mm -hmm. um, pain, you know, for pain with with uh, uh, purchases with gold, which is just the most impractical thing that I've ever heard. But the new uh, chairman of the uh, banking committee, Ron Paul, uh, wants to have hearings on the Federal Reserve regarding this uh, bizarre theory. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to carry gold if Ron Paul gets his way. Where are my Krugerrands? I think Ron Paul needs to examine the fact that France has about as much gold uh, in their central bank as we do. <laughs> it's a good way to elevate the French uh, into, uh, in, into wealth. And the Vatican. So maybe while America goes back to the gold standard, uh, if not silver. Right. Williams, Jenning, Brian, where are you now that we need you? Uh, maybe the rest of the world will continue to use uh, euros, yen, and whatnot, pesos even. 